Hi, it's Trish Rubin. Welcome to my second edition of Blur and Blend Marketing. It's going to be a quick one. Again, it's just me, but uh, I'm hoping that in the third edition, you're going to hear a very special guest, Ted Fujimoto, who I met this week in L.A. So I left New York, uh, came to L.A. to talk about uh, marketing with people who are not marketers, but actually they are. They're school superintendents, and they are now uh, aware of the power of marketing and storytelling. I was so lucky to be with hundreds of them uh, yesterday in a room that, um, with my energy and their talent, I think was um, probably the best room in Los Angeles downtown. So uh, what I want to say today is that I'm going to continue this podcast. I'm still calling it Blur and Blend Marketing. I used that strategy yesterday. It worked beautifully for me in a room with people who are not marketers, people who understand that they have a story to tell, that the world is changing, that there are partners out there for us to work with, and there's power in making that happen through understanding that wildly different entities can come together and create something very, very special and innovative. So with that in mind, I'm just going to reassure you that there's going to be further podcasts. And before I leave you, and this is a a short session, I just wanted to practice my format with you. So yeah, um, beginning with the fact that it is uh, very noisy here, sorry, (laughs) and telling you that... um, I'm sitting poolside, actually, in California, Um, so I hope the distraction won't turn you off to the podcast, but people around me are, uh, some are swimming, I can't believe it, 50 degrees, and a lot of them are talking and sharing, and so they're having their meetings, and I'm sitting here talking to you. Uh, So the idea of the podcast is to bring up a topic and think about it in the sense of what it means to communicate uh, in new ways to come together, new forms of, as I said, two wildly different entities coming together to create some new value and um, to kind of follow what brands are doing um, for us to learn from their uh, success and also learn for their challenges. So um, let's take a, a bit of time to uh, look at what's happening today, what I see in front of me is um, an article about Toys R Us and the challenges that Toys R Us faces. And I remember Toys R Us as a young mom with my kids and a very vibrant place. And actually, uh, I remember taking my children to Times Square where they had an amazing superstore. And in the store was a a Ferris wheel. And you had to wait and queue up for long time to be able to get in that space and have an experience. So uh, that was the heyday of Toys R Us. Um, People didn't get enough of them. I stood in line for Furbies, I think, at Toys R Us. I stood in line for Cabbage Patch Kids at Toys R Us. And so um, when I saw what was bubbling up about a year ago and the problems that they were facing, really, as someone who follows marketing and um, examines it uh, from the sons of change, I was just so amazed to see that that brand that had been so strong and vibrant was now almost heading for the grave, uh, shaking me up. But if you think, as I suggested yesterday in front of the lead educators I was talking to, if you think about others, uh, other big brands, uh, the first one comes to mind is Kodak. Um, you know, not another that comes to mind is Blockbuster. That was 
Blockbusters, a big part of my children's childhood, along with Toys R Us. And now, even in New York, the New York taxi industry, what they're going through, you see how brands who somehow lose their way in the understanding of what the market is about and, and the change that happens, this unknowable, unknowable future that happens so quickly. Um, we really feel for brands, I think. I, I do feel for Toys R Us. And um, I feel for people who might not be able to have that experience with their children that I loved. Uh, the young moms and dads that are around now, will they have that? Do they want that? Maybe they don't need that experience of Toys R Us. But what I'm learning as I look at the article in front of me is that Toys R Us is going to go for the blur and blend technique. So with the help of some super hedge funds uh, connection, they're launching a, a brand called True Kids. And what they're going to attempt to do is take some of these cavernous spaces that were devoted to just shopping and they're going to turn them into playgrounds, kind of riffing off of what I saw in Times Square, places for kids to enjoy. So I'm seeing maybe an experiential marketing twist for them and uh, will that be enough? Nobody seems to know. And in the article, it also says that, you know, this is perhaps, uh, you know, a last-ditch effort uh, trying to get into the space of experience, which we all know that millennial uh, parents probably love that surprising and delighting experience uh, is important for them. So making it an entertainment zone, making it a place where people just don't come to shop, really getting connected to kids today will be the, the blur and blend for them. So uh, I think if you're interested in further uh, exploration of this, there's plenty out there that's going to come along about this. It looked like Toys R Us and Jeffrey were going to be going uh, by the wayside. But in this surge to blur and blend in marketing, that might be their direction is to rise from the ashes um, be the phoenix of uh, childhood uh, memories and maybe not so much in product but in experience so this is a short podcast as I said but I wanted to check in from a wonderful place even though it's cold and I'm wrapped up in a, a scarf I still am under the Southern California sun and the brand of Southern California is is really attractive to me <laughs> In, at any time of year. Um, so please uh, stay tuned. And I'm hoping to be able to launch this uh, podcast with an amazing speaker, my first guest, who was uh, part of my book, uh, Connected Leaders. Uh, his name is Ted Fujimoto. He is the president of Landmark Consulting. He has a mixed bag uh, experience as an entrepreneur, somebody who has really worked in companies in, uh, and in educational institutions. And so like to me, what he calls himself is a rare bird. Uh, he can blend into both sectors. And so I think Ted gets blurring and blending. And in that podcast, Ted's going to share with you some very interesting ways for, for you to organizationally uh, think about building your own uh, company or really thinking about your own entrepreneurship. So uh, I hope you will tune in to listen to Ted. And um, I want you to have a great weekend. I'm starting mine. Um, after Feel Good Friday, after being in a 
room with hundreds of people and sharing my energy for an hour. Uh, I'm now sharing my energy with you. Uh, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening and waiting to share with you my first guest, Ted Fujimoto, in the next podcast. <laughs>